We're holding now by Parshas Mishpatim, which is Daf Ayin, Dalit Amar Gimel. Ve'ena Mishpatim Asher Tosim Mifnehem Kisikin Evidir The first thing in the Parsha it says these are the Mishpatim, these are the laws that you should place before them when you'll acquire a Jewish servant. And so the Parsha goes into the laws about what will be with the Jewish servant. We have to understand. When Hashem said, this is what you should place before them, that's using the plural, Rabim. Whereas when it says, and when you will acquire an evidivri, that's in the singular form. It should have said also in the plural form, when if they will acquire, if one of them will acquire a an evidivri. So why did it start off in Lashon Rabim Lifneham and go into Lashon Yachin? Start off in the plural form and, and then finish in the singular form. The idea is, when it says when you acquire an evidivri, it's hinting to the idea that Moshe Rabbeinu is the one who's acquiring. That Hashem said, these are the Mishpatim you should place before them. That's what Hashem told Moshe. And then he said, and you Moshe, Make sure that you acquire an evidivri. That's it's, it's like a separate idea, even though the simple meaning is that it's one continuation, but on the deeper meaning, it's it's like two things. The first thing is Moshe Rabbeinu should give over the mashpatim, and then in continuation of that, Hashem is telling Moshe Rabbeinu directly that he should acquire an evidivri. And it's referring back to what we just said before. That these are the mashpatim they should place. What does that mean? The only Moshe Rabbeinu has the power to give them these mishpatim, to give them these halachas, to give them these teachings. And how will he give give them over? How will he be able to give over the mishpatim? Because he'll acquire them as an evidivri. So Hashem is saying, you have, Moshe Rabbeinu has to give over the mishpatim to all the Yidin. And in connection with that, Moshe Rabbeinu has to be kind of Inevitably. So what does that mean? Why is what does Moshe Rabbeinu acquiring an evidivri have to do with teaching them the Mishpatim? It says, "You give grass in your fields for your animals." That Hashem says that He'll give grass in the fields for the animals, but in the when it's written in Parshas Akev in uh, in the Chumash, Moshe Rabbeinu is the one speaking. And Moshe Rabbeinu doesn't say, Moshe Rabbeinu doesn't say, Hashem will give grass for your animals. Moshe Rabbeinu says, I will give grass. Moshe Rabbeinu says, If you listen to Hashem, If you listen to Hashem, I will give grass. As though Moshe Rabbeinu is the grass provider. Like he's the one doing the animal feed, the, you know, company. Who gives, you know, hay. And he's, uh, you know, sending over shipments of, of grass. So what exactly does that mean? He's the one giving grass for your animals. So obviously, right now the simple meaning is Moshe Rabbeinu is not saying that he's actually the one giving the grass. He's saying in the name of Hashem, that Hashem will give the grass. That if you listen to Hashem, Hashem will give grass. Why does he say that he's giving the grass? Because he's continuing this, 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 this discussion about Hashem, and it's, he's, 
It's though he's paraphrasing what Hashem is going to say. That's the simple meaning. But on a deeper level, the animal here is referring to the nefesh of Bahamas. It's referring to, and not just the nefesh of Bahamas, but also the neshamas of Yidin that are coming close to the level of the nefesh of Bahamas. And this is called two levels of souls, two levels of neshamas. And Semer Shabinu, he's giving grass. Two, give, giving grass here means food, sustenance, nourishment. He's giving nourishment, spiritual nourishment, to the neshamas that are on the level of behema, the level of zera behema. So it says in the Pasik that Hashem plants the Yidin two levels, children of man and children of animal. Which means to say that there's Neshamas which are closer to the level of Adam, close to the level of, of man, and not just man like a human man, but Adam Milashan Adam Milalyan, like he's going to say soon, that it's connected, reflecting its source in Asilus. And then there's Zerbehema, the Neshamas, which are coming down to the level of animal, meaning they're coming down to directly be involved with the Nefesh of Bahamas, with the animal soul, and coming close to the level of the Nefesh of Bahamas so that it should be able to work with it on the level of the Nefesh of Bahamas. So the first level is the very highest souls, which are called children of man. Which this is the souls that are coming from the level of Adam Ha'olyan, coming from the idea of man, which is on the throne. What does that mean? It says, We will make man in our form and like us. These are called the, these are the neshamas of the level of Silus. These are called children of Hashem. Whereas in the Shamas, the way that they're coming down into the levels of Briyatir and Asiya, which are the created worlds, they are called servants of Hashem. And that's why it says that Yidin serving Hashem could be in two ways, like children and like servants. Right? And obviously we learn in Tanya that we have to have both aspects. We have to be like a child of Hashem. We, we actually have both aspects. Because the Neshama is an extension of Hashem, we serving Hashem as a child. As, and because we have a mitzvah, we have a mitzvah to serve Hashem, we have a commandment to serve Hashem, which is the mitzvah of Vavaratism as Hashem Lekechem. We have to serve Hashem in a way of Kobol soul, so we have to be a servant, meaning even the child has to be a servant. And every Jew is also has the aspect of a child. So really, we, everyone has these two aspects in themselves. But nonetheless, which one is more revealed, and which one is more emphasized than Hashemus, which are coming from Atzilus, the What's most revealed is the aspect of how they're a child of Hashem, that they're directly an extension of Elokos, and therefore they don't need to be forced to do what Hashem wants. They anyways want to do what Hashem wants. And the Nishamas, the way they're coming down into the limitations and the concealments of Briyatsiya and Asiya, they have serving Hashem more on the level of an Evan, because at the level they come down to, it's as though they have to force themselves to do what Hashem wants. They don't always feel like doing what Hashem wants, because there's very uh, deeply entrenched in the Nefesh of Bahamas, which makes it seem to them as though they don't always want to do what Hashem wants. <clears throat> And so this is the two levels called Zero Adam and Zero Behema. So why are the first level of Neshamas called the children of man? Why Neshamas of Atzil is called children of man? Because they have a very great understanding and feeling and connection and experience of the Lukus, of Hashem. 
When we're saying that these neshamas of Atsilus, they have an awareness of Hashem, it doesn't mean they have factual knowledge of Hashem. What it means to say is that they experience and they feel the presence of Hashem as a tangible reality. Not as a concept, but as they experience it directly as a tangible reality. That's called Das. And then there's a level of children of animal. What does that mean? The way it's coming into the levels of which is almost all of the souls in our generations. Because the souls that are, you only see, you see directly how they're from Atsilus are called Benelia, are called very high levels. And there's a very few neshamos that are coming down in that form. And even in the previous generations, there is only a few people that their neshama came down directly from Atsilus without, without coming into the form of Briyatsir Nasiya. And so that's almost everyone in the entire generation. And like it says in Tanya, that it says, that in, generally speaking, there's only one person in the entire generation who has an Hashem of Atsilus directly, and the entire world stands upon him, and everyone else is an Hashem of Briyatsir And so the regular souls, which are called Zerbehima, they do not have this das. They don't have this direct experiential and tangible awareness of Hashem. And that's why it's called Zer Behima. Just like a Behima doesn't have das, it can't, it doesn't have uh, knowledge about something outside of itself that, that it can experience it. So to regular people, their Neshama is not have an awareness of Hashem that is like it just sees Hashem all the time. It only knows about it as a concept and has to apply that concept, to work on that concept, but doesn't see it directly. It doesn't mean they don't have any knowledge or understanding about Hashem. It doesn't mean that they don't have any understanding or knowledge. It means they could have a very great understanding, a very great knowledge, and they think about the greatness of Hashem, and they read what it says in the Sfarim, and they hear Shirim and they hear from Tamin Chachamim, and they, they work hard to understand about the greatness of Hashem. And they think about how Hashem creates and gives life to everything, and Hashem is unlimited, etc. So, in the terms of knowledge, they have a great knowledge. However, this is not felt and experienced tangibly in themselves. That's why it's called the level compared to the Neshama Savatsilis, it's called Behema. It's called like an animal. An animal sees and hears. But an animal cannot connect as a, as, a, as, a, as a fact, as an experience, as a direct awareness, something that it can't see or hear. It only, in a world of an animal, the only thing that's real is what it can see and hear. That's it. The same thing, a person, a human being who's in the physical world, who has a regular neshama, his, his, what he experiences as reality is the physical dimension and his awareness of Hashem is a conceptual reality that he has to connect to on some level but not that that's the reality that's a concept that has something to do with my reality so therefore it's like it's like the behemoth relative to the neshamas of Atzilus 
Kach, Bachanas Shamas Yedushim, Ben Bachanas Adas Belukus. So to these Nishamas, regular people, they don't have this Das in Elukus. They don't have this tangible experience of Elukus. Shadas Bachanas Agasha. Das means feeling it and and in a tangible way. When it's connected to the, when a person connects this idea as, and he feels it as, as real, like it says that if a person has children, he has to know, right, Adam had to know Chava, meaning not know her in an abstract way, but know her in a tangible way, which means a, 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 a real connection. So the same thing, a person knowing about Hashem doesn't mean. In, in a way of das doesn't mean knowing about it in an abstract way, in a conceptual way, in an intellectual way, meaning knowing it about it in a real way. Shubachinus is kashrus is chabrus. In a way of complete connection and binding. And like that it says, regarding that it says, from my f- flesh I see Hashem. Meaning from the fact that my neshama is in my goof. I see the fact that Hashem is creating the world. That I will see it in a in a more tangible way. Even though you can't see Hashem physically, right? Even an Hashem of doesn't see Hashem with the physical eye, because Hashem is not a physical object. But uh, it's just like a person knows and feels the fact that he has a soul inside of him. Right? Even your own soul you can't see on a physical level. But he feels, and he, the the fact that he has a soul because he sees the effect of the life that's of the soul in the body. When he's sleeping, the life from his soul becomes less revealed. But when he wakes up, it's more revealed. So he feels, on an experiential level, that he has the life from his soul. So he knows he has a soul. It's not a concept that he has a soul. He knows the fact that he has a soul, that he has an effort. Similarly, these neshamas of Atzilus, they have this awareness of Hashem in a way that they see it as a tangible reality, not as a, con- not as a concept, but as, as, a, as a fact, as an undeniable fact uh, and a tangible reality the truth of Elokos.